That's like my go-to move when I'm dancing as I do the little uh, hands around the face. That's you know. why um you're single. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay, we'll talk about that on another episode. <laughs> the reasons that you're single? That's going to be behind the Patreon. Oh, uh, reasons behind why you're single. Uh loves Long John Silvers <laughs> and thinks Nirvana's fucking ass. <laughs> Hello and welcome to episode three of Rank You Next, a podcast where three idiot friends rank a bunch of stuff. Uh, the last couple weeks we've done fast food, we have done Midwest states, we're moving into our third category for ranking stuff. Uh, we're doing arts and media, this is our first art and media episode, this is going to be music, movies, TV. Uh, today we're starting with music, uh, and specifically with iconic singles from the 1990s, which is all of our decade of birth. Um, I'm your host, Sorio. I'm joined by Nick and Kyle, as usual. They're here. Uh, before we start, I just want to ask Kyle, because I don't even know this about him. Kyle, what music do you listen to? Because I realize I don't know that. I listen to a lot of everything. Uh, except for country. Country is the one area I do not dabble in, unless I like. I occasionally jam out to a good Luke Bryan song, but that's the extent of my country. Because Nick and I were talking about this on the phone because we've been having show meetings without you because you were dying for the last week. So we just, Nick and I have just been like talking on the phone and discussing the show at midnight on a weekday. And yesterday we said that it's not impossible that Kyle just sits in silence instead. Now, my my list matched up pretty well with your guys's. Um, so I shouldn't have zero opinions, but my opinions might not be very good. I just mean like on a on like a Tuesday afternoon. Are you listening to music? Does it like is there music playing? Uh, usually, yeah. Oh, um, it's a very interesting news. list. Like I have a pod or a playlist called Stuff. Stuff good. has a little bit of everything. We got some like some oldies. We got Bob Dylan on there. We got some, you know, some some Spice Girls. We we cover a lot of genres. That's very strange. Hi, Nick. Hello. I I do want to say before we get into this list of our our thirty songs that we chose. So the way this worked out is each one of us picked a list of thirty songs, and basically what we did is we combined it into a top thirty list. So we removed some songs, maybe add a couple more in there. So it's not going to be fully comprehensive. So everyone out there who is a hardcore country fan, hardcore hip hop fan, hardcore R&B fan, a lot of your favorite tracks will probably be missing on here. So if you hate us for that, please roast us on our comments on our social media pages. And um, we might do an episode in the future on a more specific topic if that is highly requested. I mean, if we get famous, we'll have a spinoff music podcast where we do one for like every year and we'll have decades of content. And it'll be very good. And and to more specifically say what Nick was saying too. So the 30 that we listed, so we each did 30. And importantly, they were songs that we thought were iconic, not our favorites. Because the reality is I'm a huge country music fan. And country music that I like 
isn't something that pops up on the radio or pops up on the billboard uh, top a uh, hot 100 lists and things like that. So our, our criteria were they had to be singles. Uh, any song that all three of us had on our list automatically made it. Any song that at least two of us had on our list automatically made it. And then we sat there and did some parsing of which ones would round out the list. So Nick, can you tell us some of the honorable mentions here? Do you have that pulled up? Well, one of the ones on my list. So also, yeah, Serio, if you did not know, is a big country fan. So we didn't want to have Serio come up with 30 country songs from the 90s, me come up with 30 hip hop and R&B songs from the 90s, and then 30 songs wherever Kyle listens to, because then we wouldn't have agreed on anything. One of the songs that I thought should have been on there, which is more of a deep cut for the 90s, is Sex and Candy by Marcy Playground. It's very sad, and the music video has a tarantula crawling on this platform by this guy's face. It's wild. You guys should check it out. It's a fantastic story. I'm just disappointed the Macarena didn't make the list. It's just like, I just kind of think it's a dumb song. <laughs> oh, it's entirely a dumb song, but it is an absolute jam. If the Macarena comes down and you don't know the dance moves, you're not even a real person. I don't think I know the dance moves. Well, then you're not a real person. Uh, that's fine. Uh, th- yeah, we had so some other things that that maybe people will be upset weren't on the list. Uh, Bittersweet Symphony by The Verve didn't make the list, although it's it's a very um, if you if you go around the internet, it's very highly approved of. I guess uh, there was um, some Weezer that didn't make the list. Uh, Good Vibrations was another one. Kyle and I almost got a Green Day on the list, but we picked two different Green Day songs. And so we just kind of left it off as a might as well not. Uh, So how we're going to do this, we're going to go down this list and tier the 30 songs. Next time we do an art and media one, we're actually going to move into 2000 to 2004. We decided to split the 2000s up into two separate shows. Uh, for content, but also because there's way too many hits in the 2000s. And uh, I know Nick and I were talking about it. Nick started with like 60 songs that he had to whittle down over the last few hours. And so uh, that's how that one's going to go. So the next arts and media show is going to be 2000, 2004. And then we're going to do 2005 to 2009. And then we'll switch gears and move away from music for a while. So let's rank some songs. Uh, There are three songs that all three of us put on the list. That's actually less than I thought. But the uh, the first of the three songs that we all put on our list is Zombie by the Cranberries, which funnily enough, it was never like a super smash hit. I don't think Uh, it was just consistently performing, but it never charted like top of the top of the charts, I think. And also on a lot of like the lists on the Internet, it wasn't ranking very high. I did a lot of Googling to find like different people's lists. And there's obviously nothing objective, but nowhere did it seem to rank very high. And I think we all have kind of a, a different opinion of this song, obviously, because uh, it's probably one of the first songs that went on when were considered for us. I right? love Zombie. It's got secretly it has historical significance. It's kind of about the, uh, I believe, Bloody Sunday during the Troubles in Northern Ireland, where the Cranberries are from, I believe. Love the song. Great song. I have it as a B. It's not like anything super spectacular. Honestly, it's not even the Cranberries' most popular song. But it's a song that I love. 
Nick, what did you do? I, I have it as an A, so adding on to that, I mean, it's a really great song. It's also a very difficult song to sing, too. Like, if someone goes up on karaoke night and they pull out that song and they kill it, uh, you know, you get a standing ovation from the entire bar. And the music video is pretty cool, too. They have uh, Dolores is just painted in all gold, and they got a bunch of crazy symbolism in there, so it's pretty wild. And uh, for for the difficulty of that song and then the nostalgia, I'm going to put in the A tier. I think that that's one of the songs I feel comfortable doing at, at karaoke. Well, you'll do that song at karaoke? Are you serious? 100% I'll do that. I do that song. That song's hard, man. I I think it's in I think it's in my wheelhouse. Well, well, yeah, I should take that back because you are a very good singer. And also Kyle, even though he does not like doing karaoke, is also on the low a very good singer. We're going to we're going to start a band. Uh, I have it as a B. That is where I am. I also have it as a B. I, I think that it's a good song. It has cultural significance. Uh, I think it was written when... So this is one of the songs I did look up a little factoid for. Zombie is a protest song written in memory of the two young victims killed in the Warrington bombings. I think one of the kids was 12 and one of the kids was three. And I think they were touring at the time and wrote this song about that. Should we start with B and then decide later? Let's do it. It works for me. Okay. The next song that was on everyone's list here uh, is a power ballad, I Will Always Love You by Whitney Houston, um, which I will controversially start us off and say I have it as a D. Wow. And the reason that I have it as a D is because uh, I am partial to the Dolly Parton original, which was released in 1974, and also a hit in its own right in the 70s, uh, especially in country circles, of course. Uh, and that's kind of the disconnect here where I'm partial to country. Country didn't really mainstream itself until really the 90s and 2000s. I don't think there were a lot of crossover country hits that charted. This is anecdotal that charted, you know, well in just popular like billboard circles, hot 100s type things. So because of that, I know it's very popular. I know it's very iconic, but uh, something has to be graded poorly. And that's something that we also want to tell everybody that objectively, all of these songs are somewhere between good and incredible. So something's going to have to happen and we're going to spread it out. We're not going to just give everything S's and A's. So I have uh, this song as a D. I have it as an A. I mean, it is the classic power ballad. Like when I will always come love you comes on, you know that you're going to belt it out and you know, you're not going to know the words. It's well, like that's a hard karaoke song. I yes. think that is a hard karaoke song, but you know the words. Yeah, so I actually put it as a C because I've seen too many people butcher this beautiful song at karaoke. And all my rationale today is going to be based on karaoke. Nick's entire brand brand is karaoke. That's my whole brand. Except when's the last time you went to karaoke? Before COVID. A long time ago. I've been to karaoke three times in the last month. Oh, look Uh, at you. Yeah, but you you live in a state that's open. <laughs> that's definitely true. They've given up. Okay, so we had a D, we had a C, we had an A. I mean, I'm always willing to come down. 
Um, so I think I you got to put it as a C for now. Okay, we'll That's put fine. it as yeah. C. Zombies in the B. Zombie, I put as a B. I will always love you. I put as a C. The third song that we all had on everyone's list is uh, "Baby One More Time" by Britney Spears, and I'm trying to figure out where I put it. So somebody else should say where they put it first. Kyle, I've got it as an an A. You have everything ranked as an A, Kyle. I only have four songs as an A. I'm still bell curving, so I'm. (laughs) I have five actually. I'm just surprised that you also have this as an A. I mean, what song sets the stage for the 2000s better than "Baby One More Time"? Like that is the, like the the nine. I don't I don't remember which year it came out, but late 90s. Like I like that, and I want it back that way. They set the stage, they changed the tone, and they got us ready for the 2000s, I think. Like, they, they changed that tune, they got us ready, and we're ready to go, and it's, it's a straight jam. So, for our younger listeners, I don't think they, uh, they understand how iconic Britney Spears is and was. You know, like, I put the song in the S tier. This is the song. Britney is one of the greatest to ever do it. That song was an absolute smash. Uh, the crazy thing about that song, too, is it was actually originally written for TLC and the Backstreet Boys, and they both passed on it. And then Britney took it and made an absolute hit. And I think one thing people forget is that the music video is also really good. You know, Britney was doing the whole, she had the whole schoolgirl outfit, and then they were doing the dancing in the gym, sliding yeah. around. Yeah, Britney's music videos on all her songs are all incredible. All incredible. So... I think if you're going to look at all the songs on this list and you're going to think about what represents the 90s the most, you have to put Queen Britney at the top. Well, I put it as a B, so I'm I'm okay with putting it as an A for now. And then for we now. can and then we can talk. I feel like we're going to move some stuff today. I like putting it as an A. Well, I put it as an A right now. Kyle, I put I already put it as an A. We're already there. <laughs> okay, now we're moving to songs that only two of us had on our list some out of necessity some out of i think some something that happened in a couple of places was one of us knew that the other two would put it on the list for sure so we're like we we're gonna get cover it so we're just gonna do something else which i think is what happened with this first song because nick didn't put smells like teen spirit on his list but it was obviously gonna be here it obviously deserves to be here it's a like fuck it anthem of the 90s i have it as let me open my 17th tab i have it as a b because i don't think it's their best song i'm in the s tier there is no song that greater encapsulates the gr- the grunge movement and that kind of 90s alternative era than smells like teen spirit or nirvana it, it could be any nirvana song for me there but that is that is 90s that is grunge that is '90s alternative. So you're but, you're a big Kurt Cobain fan? Sure, I just I just think it is '90s grunge, and that is Nirvana. That's I fair. do I do definitely agree that their music and that sound is kind of uh, it defines a lot of well that uh, an era of music that didn't that hasn't really come back. I would say, and I don't think that anyone's really been able to recreate anything like that sound thoughts that's a really good point and i want to say their music video too they're also playing in the gymnasium and like you said they haven't really there hasn't hasn't really been music like that since then and it's definitely a very iconic 90s sound 
I just think that 90 sound is garbage, so I put it in the F tier. Oh my god, that is disgusting. Really, Nick? You are just the worst person. I'm going to say, I don't think Nirvana's that great. I don't think they're that great. That's why I have them as a B. I cannot believe that we're friends. We might ruin our lives with this show. We might. I mean, just the music episodes. I feel like we agree on most other things. We have to split the difference. Uh, F is extreme. F is definitely not going to happen. Um, S is, S is, S also is not going to happen. S is not going to happen for sure. But I think a B should happen because I'm closer to an A than a C. Yeah, we can do B. That's just unbelievable. Someone's like, someone got so angry in the in the comments. People are mad. I hope people are angry. People are mad at you. They should be. Only you. You're choosing yeah, to be no. the villain here. Yeah, I'm not won. choosing to be the villain. <laughs> People are portraying me as the villain. No, that's just because you have bad takes. <laughs> My takes are fine. I don't know on any of the other episodes where I might have had bad takes. Long John Silver's. Minnesota. <laughs> but we, we, we rectified that one. We're creep. Here. I'm a creep. I'm a loser, baby. No. I have it as a B. Same. Same. So, <laughs> so one thing that's interesting about that song is right before the chorus where... He's doing the da da na na na. Apparently, like the A and R's who made them do this song, they Radiohead hated the song so much that they tried to keep screwing up the song by doing that because they thought it was it was going to make the sound song crappy and they didn't want to play it. And then the A and R's thought it sounded great, kept it in, and the song became a smash. Is that one of the song? Is this one of the songs that you had fun facts for? No, I just knew that. Oh, <laughs> hello. <laughs> that was a fun fact. That was a very fun fact. That was the funnest of facts. It's not, um, I don't know about you guys, it's not my favorite Radiohead song. It's also not mine. And I'm not a huge Radiohead per se. I'm also not. But, What's your favorite uh, Radiohead song? Uh, I like Karma Police. I also like Karma Police. A lot see, of people don't know that one. See, we agree with each other on things. See, no. this is what the show is all about. Okay, we are moving. We're flying. We got 30 songs to do. I don't even know how long we've been going. Uh, Semi-Charmed Life, which was definitely on Nick's list, which was definitely on my list. And Nick, you put it in the A. Oh, good. I really like Third Eye Blind. Just in general, all, all their songs that came out in the 90s, I think, were very iconic. And they just have that very, I don't want to say nostalgic, because it's all going to be nostalgic for the 90s, but... It, it just kind of has a certain feel to it when you listen to all their songs that you just want to kind of jump up and down. You get excited. And this is one of their best ones. I put it as a C, but that's partially because I don't, I think it's like just a pretty solid song. What well, one of the things that happened to me when I was doing this, i like, don't love a lot of the music from this era. It's, How it's I don't, you? I just don't love a lot of the music, but I also have a very narrow music taste. So my music taste is defined by 2000s hard rock emo metal stuff and then basically indie country. I don't even like popular country or mainstream country now. I listen to like folky, bluegrassy, um, it's just not, none of these songs are 
most of these songs are just they're good songs to me they're fine solid and so c was average and i put it as a c i have it as a c it's a it's a good song but like there's nothing it doesn't sound like anything spectacular like nirvana has like a specific sound to it third eye blind and semi-charmed life it just sounds like generic 90s and that might be because they were part of the sound of the 90s but it just doesn't like there, there's no sound that makes me go, hmm, that's that's great. That's that's ch- life changing. That's that's genre changing. I'm OK with a B. I mean, a B and a C. A, a B is just like the the smart person's average. Yeah, that sounds good. B is B is average for smart people. By the way, this is unrelated. I was talking to my sister about grades the other day because she's finishing her first year in college. And I was I was asking her how she was doing. She's like, oh, I'm not doing so well. I have a B. I'm like, hello? I would love to have a B. I got so many C's in college. It's unbelievable. Our motto in college was C's get degrees. B it is. Uh, now we're going to do a song that I definitely can't do at karaoke. Because this song's hard. Uh, anything by Alanis is hard. Uh, you ought to know, I think, is a, is a, a really good like angsty song. Uh, I think this is the first A that I have so far. I put it as a C, but I would be willing to move it because it is a very good song. I think I, I want to say that was off her Jagged Little Pill album, wasn't it? I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure that record sold like over 10 million copies. Like Alliance Morissette was huge in the 90s. Mm hmm. Also, the one thing I love about this song in particular is for those people who are fans of The Office, there's an episode where they're doing karaoke at a holiday party and then everyone's favorite character, Kevin, he, he was definitely he was singing this song. And he just kept going, you, you, yep. you, you, yep. you, <laughs> you, 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 <laughs> you, 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 oh, no, <laughs> which is hilarious. You have a C, really? I mean, I, I I can move it up. I was, I was trying to fit this whole bell curve thing. I so. I have a really nice bell curve, actually. My bell I'm very proud beautiful. of it. I originally had everything in B, and then I had to move <laughs> everything it. is okay. Kyle, I have it as a D. Oh boy, a D. <laughs> yeah, I hate this song. It's so annoying. Just spit it out already, Alanis. We don't need to hear eighteen U's in a row. That was just Kevin. No, but she also needs to spit it out. She too. she only does fifteen U's. She was well, she was directing it specifically towards said person about the song to make them understand why they ought to know. <sighs> or she was speaking to a group of people and was going pointing out like you 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 you. It's just not a song for me. It's going into the sea. It's uh, going to sea. Nick, you okay. blew it. You started us at a sea, and I know I should I should have I should have pulled us up. Yeah, I thought should... we were in the safe wavelength. <laughs> we were not. not. Apparently, we're not on this episode altogether. So, um, okay, we've got nothing in S. We got nothing in D. Everything's in the middle so far. We got one A, four Bs, two Cs. Um, now you're my wonder wall. Maybe again. Maybe this is a me issue, but I don't know many other Oasis songs. Um, no, the Champagne, Champagne Supernova, which is also oh, yeah. like eight minutes long. <laughs> Uh, yeah. Champagne Supernova is a great song. I think it's better than Wonderwall. That's not a. That's probably not a weird take. Kyle, where were you when we were getting high? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was probably in St. Louis while you were getting high. <laughs> For being honest, here. <laughs> um, 
Wonderwall is uh, memorable. It is the anthem of Minnesota United, the soccer team. The loons. The loons. And I ranked it, let me tell you, as a C. As a C? You give it, you do all that build up to give it a C? Yeah, because the song's not that good. You're my wonder wow. The song is okay. I have no problem. Yeah, so with it's the a song. C. It's definitely way overplayed and way. I mean, it's a good sing along, but C is right. Yeah, I, I have it as a B. We can we can move it down. Well, we're we're bell curving not badly so far. <sighs> okay, I'm exhausted. We're like ten. We're like seven songs in. I'm sweating. Uh, we're going to. The Backstreet Boys, and we are going to, I think, their most famous song easily. Uh, I don't even know what's close second. Uh, again, this is another one of the groups where I don't know. There was a trivia question the other day. Uh, by the way, the song is I Want It That Way, obviously. Uh, but there was a trivia question the other day because I play bar trivia like three times a week because I have nothing else to do with my life. Uh, and that's how I sustain my my living. and. There was a question about naming the members of the Backstreet Boys. I don't, I think I knew one. I don't Honestly. know their names. Nick Honestly, Car- I don't know their names either. Was it Nick, Nick Carter? Yes. Wait, That's the one I know. Nick Carter, AJ, I, Howie. I'm lost. John. I knew, I knew the one. Paul. Now you're, just saying, now you're just saying white people names. Okay. Um, I have this song. As a D. A D? Are you kidding me? What is wrong with you? I just don't really... Well, actually, hold on. Yeah, I have it as a D. Confirmed D. Flexible well, D. Why? Uh, it's, it's... I don't like the boy band era much. I don't like the recent boy band era either. So you're not going to like when we start rating One Direction songs? I'm not going to like that. Because Kyle and I are going to put those all... Very high. Yeah, so I have to drag. I I'm gonna auto rank them Fs, just to make a just to put a, put them in the middle. I also had an inkling that you guys like this song, so I don't want it to go end up higher than it should. So, do you have a problem with the Backstreet Boys, or do you have a problem with their manager Lou Pearlman? I who was don't... put in jail for running many Ponzi schemes. Nick, I don't think anybody cares about Lou Pearlman here. Do you know? Do you know about his whole backstory? I don't know the whole backstory. Okay. No. Oh well, let me elaborate. So okay, here so we he's, go. He's the one who cracked the whole the whole uh, boy band, not secret, whatever money making machine. The formula. Yeah, the formula. Thank you, Kyle. So he cracked the formula. So he he was managing um, Backstreet Boys in sync. He managed Britney Spears for a while. But mm-hmm. so before he started doing that, he got involved in Ponzi schemes. This kid was like obsessed with blimps. Well, not a kid. This old man now, who I believe is still in jail, was obsessed with blimps and flying stuff. So he lived in New York and he would live by the airport and he was just loved watching like planes and blimps take off. And then so he actually started a blimp company when he was a, a young man. And I believe they went under and it was like a whole pump and dump scheme and stuff like that. And I'm pretty sure he just started his whole career and making money for all these boy bands just so he could maybe one day have his own blip. It's kind of, it's kind of like the movie uh, Citizen Kane where the guy just cares about that yep. stupid sled the whole time. I'm pretty yep. sure instead of the sled, this guy just wanted a blip. 
I can't wait to do the episode of Citizen Kane on it because I think that movie's ass. Yeah, I'm putting in the FT. <laughs> so bad. Um, okay. And that, but you rated this song highly. Yeah, I put it as an A. Okay. And also, I think people forget that the uh, PBS show Arthur, they had a, a specialty episode where they had the Backstreet Boys in, in the Arthur episode. Did you and, know that um, Arthur is still going and they're the same age still? Yeah, that's terrifying. They've been in like the second grade for it's all, it's, the entire time for yeah, 20 also, years. And it's a Canadian show, too. They've been in the second grade for 20 years. It's fantastic. Kyle, no, did you no did you put this as an A? I also put it as an A. Great song. Great singer. Okay, then Love we're it. doing we're I guess we'll put it in B. It's fine. Everything is a B in the end. Okay. It's a B. Uh this one I'm going to let you guys talk about uh, because I don't we're we're getting into a song that's definitely not my genre. So I have ranked California Love by Tupac as a B, and you guys can tell me if that's okay. I also have it as a B, so I also have it as a B. Tupac's great. It's a great song. Like nothing wrong with it at all. Cap- it's a it's a good encapsulation of nineties. And it's got Dr. Dre too. That's yeah, true. I mean like when you think nineties rap, you think Tupac, Biggie, Snoop Dogg. Did you guys see that straight out of Compton movie? No. Oh yeah, it was pretty good. I thought it was pretty good. Ice Cube's son played him. You know what's crazy is a lot of people these days probably don't even know that Ice Cube was an NWA and was a rapper. They probably just know him from like the Friday movies. Mm-hmm. They, they, may not, not, they probably don't even know Friday. They probably know him from Are We There Yet? Are We There Yet? Yeah. <laughs> or uh, or 22 Jump Street and 21 Jump Street. Mm-hmm. The, the reboots. That's crazy. Yep. Okay. Well, that was... Some of these songs I just kind of put in the middle because I don't have a strong opinion about this song at all, uh, especially ones that are out of my genre. I'm like, yeah, it's it's fine. I wouldn't choose to listen to it, but I understand that people that like that genre are there. So B it is. We got a lot of Bs so far. Uh, now we have another very popular karaoke song. Uh, we have Torn. And Nick, please take us away on Torn. So this is probably my favorite song from the 90s. And it's one of my favorite karaoke songs. And it's just an uh, an absolutely beautiful ballad by Natalie. Uh, I just put in the A tier, though. I couldn't justify putting it as an S tier based on my personal opinions. The last time I did this song at karaoke, probably two years ago because of this pandemic, I, I was singing it, and, and this is a very emotional song, so I was getting very into it. And this very drunk woman tried grabbing the ni- the mic next to me and tried to sing along, and she didn't know any of the words, and she ruined it. And the rest of my night was ruined after that. That's sad. It was very sad. Well, I put it as an S. Yo. Whoa. I had it as a C. Okay, that then. song doesn't do anything for me. Solid A. You? Solid A then, <laughs> because Nick wanted to put as an put it as an S for sure. I did want to. <laughs> you did. That's fine. I I respect that. A strong A. We've got two A's now. Look at that. Spreading it out a little bit. Sharing the sugar. We are moving to "Wanna Be" by the Spice Girls. Kyle, what do we do? S tier. 
absolute wow. jam. Wow. I'm trying to find but where I put this. Oh. The Spice Girls are the 90s. Like You're not going to be happy. Their, their style, their songs, their everything, they are the 90s. You're not going to be happy. Who's your favorite Spice Girl? Oregano? I'm <laughs> <laughs> oh, a big paprika fan. <laughs> Why did I think that was so funny? It was hilarious. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Where did you rank? Who, me? Yes, you. Uh, I, I put it as a C. And so I, I agree with Kyle. It's it's probably one of the more or most iconic songs in the 90s. I just I just don't. I never liked it. And I don't know why. I don't have a good reason for it. I don't like their sound a lot. Um, I put it as a D. Oh, disgusting. I'm trying to sp- spread us out here a little bit. I'm trying to spread us out too, but we don't like it. Apparently, <laughs> we don't like it. Everything's gonna be a B. Uh, it's gonna go into the B for now. We're gonna have to reevaluate our entire lives probably we're, after we're this. We're gonna show. have everything on two rows. Three we, got, rows. we got everything on three rows right now because I feel like there are songs that one of us hates that the other person loves, and that's what's gonna end up happening. And then we're gonna have to split the middle, and everything's gonna be a, C, a B and a C. But we do have to pick one in the S and at least one in the F. Correct. That has to happen. It has to happen. That's just like the rules of the show. Um, and we're going to another, again, karaoke song here. Believe by Cher. It took her 40 years to get her most iconic song. She had a, a long ass career before this. I love um, Cher. Of course you love Cher. See, we're going to split the difference again. Because I put it as an F. Is an F? F? Yeah. Are yeah. you kidding me? Oh my gosh. Oh my, my. I mean, I love Cher, but I didn't put her. I put her as a B with Believe. I mean, she's got a long history. Great song, though. Like, talk about a comeback. Believe. Whew. Ah. Yeah, who's had a comeback like that? Because what the Sonny and Cher, the I got the I got you, babe. That was probably what around nineteen seventy. I mean, Gypsies, Tramps, and Thieves was I think like nineteen sixties, probably. Yeah, probably mid 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 late sixties around there. Yeah, like what a career! Then she comes back with the smash that I rate like, as a C. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we're in a good place here. Actually, we might have to move it up because you know, share you know the I got you, babe was in Groundhog Day. Which is a great movie. Okay, Nick, but that's not this song. And it was shot in Woodstock, <laughs> yeah, Illinois. Which is the second time in three in two shows that you've said that. We're just foreshadowing. And we're gonna put it as a D. And we already no, we already no, know that we have we, we already no, you know. You said Sergio. B, Kyle. No, but just because you put it so low doesn't mean that But but Nick put it as a C. Yeah, so we should put it as a C. Yeah, it should definitely be a C. But I said F. Yeah, but your opinion's not important on this one. Yeah, yeah, you're wrong on this one. <laughs> okay. You, you know, know you know, I wanted to rate Smells Like Teen Spirit as an F, and then you guys said oh, no Oh, yeah, right that away, was, but so. that was a disgust. No, I put it as a B. No, I didn't. Yes, I put it as an A. Yeah, that's true. All right, all right. Fine, fine, fine. 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 Okay. How much do you like metal? Because we're going to our one song that I have genre as metal here uh, yes with the non not very metal sounding phase of metallica's career i don't know if that's a bad opinion 
and maybe I don't understand proper metal. This is like a, a kind of like a, a mellower phase, I think, for them. Are you saying it's kind of like an alloy? It's like a combination. That was clever, Kyle. The one metal song, and I don't like metal very much, so, and I specifically don't really like Metallica very much, and I ranked it as a D. Enter Sandman, by the way, is the song. I have it as a C. I like Enter Sandman. It's a good, it's a good like little amp up song. Like I love uh, Virginia Tech plays it before their football games. It's a, it's a really cool scene if you ever get to see like a, in the early 2000s when they were actually good at football. Some of those some of those days where they come out at night on Thursday nights at Lane at Lane Field. That that's a special moment. That's that'll get that'll get your blood pumping. Yeah, it's definitely a popular song to be played at sporting events. Um, I put it as a D because I also don't think Metallica's that great. And I hope that everybody listening who's a big Metallica fan tells us in the comments why we're wrong. And they'll tell us that Master of Puppets is the greatest album ever made. And it's not. And we can finally put a song in the D. Yeah, I'm fine with that. I don't care. Yes. I, I'm not going to argue over that like Cher. Exit light. And tonight. We're gonna, we're gonna, what's going to happen is we're going to sing too much of one of these songs. And then we're going to get a cease and desist. For, from someone who loves Metallica. We're going to get DMCA'd <laughs> real quick. <laughs> Lost in the D tier <laughs> I hate this show. <laughs> okay. We are moving to Killing Me Softly by the Fugees. Hey. I love this song. That's specific. Full love? Yeah. Full, Full love? Yes. Just a phenomenal song. What about you, Serio? I put it as a B. I'm I'm cool with it. So I put it as an S. As let an me tell, S. Oh. Let me tell you why. So, again, the, fu- the point of the show. Yes. So the the Fugees are probably my favorite band, or one of them ever. And so this this song was on the record, the score, which sold over twenty million copies worldwide. And Lauren Hill, one of the best rappers of all time. And you got Wyclef John, and then you got Praz. And so the crazy thing about this song is it's actually a cover of a Roberta Fleck song from the 70s that I believe was nominated or, or won a Grammy um, for best song back in the day. So they covered it and uh, they sampled one of my other favorite bands, Tribe Called Quest, the Benita Applebaum for the, uh, for the drums. And a crazy backstory about this particular song, it almost didn't come out. So it was one of the last songs they recorded for the score and they weren't even going to put it out. And, um, and then, and then somehow they decided that it was, it was going to go on the record. Someone, someone heard it somewhere, started playing on the radio and it was game over. And then that became one of the most sold records of all time. And I could talk about the Fuji's all day, any day. Um, but that's why it deserves to be an S tier because it's, it's a phenomenal song. Okay. We'll put it in the A. Every everyone loves that song. You know, the bass line starts playing, everyone's grooving, having a good time. Yeah, so I put it as a B. Kyle put it as an A. You put it as an S. Oh no, I'm just stating facts. I'm fine with putting it as an A. I'm also stating facts. I'm stating letter facts. All right, we got another A. We didn't do a halftime update. That's a bummer. Where it's we have done 16 of the songs. Uh we have four A tier songs. We have 
six B tier songs. We have four C tier songs and one D tier song. So we're doing great. We're agreeing completely. And we are going to Truly Madly Deeply by Savage Garden, which I have as an A. Wait, really? Yeah. (laughs) Why is that so surprising? I don't know. Song's not bad. I want to stand with you on a mountain. I want to bathe with you in the sea. Yeah, I want to bathe with you in the sea tier. <laughs> that was teed up. That was completely teed up. Thanks, guys. Softballs. Yeah. Uh, I, I put it as a B. It's a very beautiful song. Okay. We're going B. And limited, limited need to debate. I think that's I, also one of those songs I, I feel like a lot of people forget about. Like they and they don't know the name to the song. They just know when they, when it turns on that. Oh, I remember the song from the night. Yeah, because I think that they don't because they don't say that in the in the song, right? No, they say it. It's just not in the chorus. Everyone would just assume that it would be it would be mm-hmm. a different name based on the chorus. But. Yeah, uh, that's a pretty easy karaoke song. That's a, that's a good one if if you're trying to um well, to woo woo somebody to 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 woo woo your boo at the karaoke bar. I can woo at a karaoke bar. We know. We got all of the 57-year-old moms are very into it. Um, Okay. On that note, uh, let's chase waterfalls. Um, Also C-tier. Okay, so I don't even think it's really my favorite TLC song. It's also not mine. You didn't even... Did you put it as your TLC song? You didn't. No. No, you put no scrubs. Oh, I mean, I love no scrubs. Yeah. So, so you, you even picked a different TLC song, a different (laughs) TLC song for this particular episode. Like, they were a great classic group of the 90s, but I don't think any of their songs really got up into that level where they were like, like mega hits or like must listens to or like genre defining or anything. Yeah. I don't like them in general. You don't, you don't like TLC? Not really. Oh my God. It's like it's completely outside anything I would pick to listen to. They also have a song called Creep. That's true. Which is incredible. Yeah, because we remember we were talking about that one time we were doing uh, Mount Rushmore's for decades and I put Creep by Radiohead on there, which was a weird decision at the time. But you you guys all thought it was Creep by TLC. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure that was in 2015 or 2016. That was many that was years long, ago. Was yeah, we've been ago. we've been doing dumb, idiotic shit like this for almost 10 years uh yeah i put it low i put it really low i did not fail it but i did put it as a d wow nick i put it i put it as a b um a fun fact about tlc here we go so they were signed to laface records in atlanta back in the day the song was produced by the group Organized Noise, who were also the producers of um, several of Outkast's albums, um, including their first album, which had the song Player's Ball on it, which I wanted to include on this list and I knew it wasn't going to make it. But the crazy thing about Outkast Player's Ball is that when LaFace Records, when they were trying to put out songs for Outkast, you know, to get them, to get them uh, popular... The the only the first song that they were going to put on there to get publicity had to be a holiday song. It had to be on the Christmas album. So Outkast was thinking, oh, how do we take our sound and our style and then fit it onto a holiday Christmas record? 
so they did players ball to show how the pimps and players in Atlanta would get down on Christmas Day. Cool. And that was released on the LaFace Christmas album, I believe, in 1994. Uh, and then we all know what happened to Outcast, And mm-hmm. we will talk about them on our next Arts and Media episode extensively. Yep. That is, that's <laughs> definitely going to happen. It's definitely going to happen. But TLC is uh, also great. Okay. So you put them as a B. And I did put them as a B. Kyle went C. I went D. So they're going to be a bang average C. Now we're officially getting into songs that were only on one of our lists. And this is going to be, I think, where we have some movement. Because a couple of these definitely should have been on multiple lists. We, we, some of us made mistakes. And we some of us ma- named Nick made mistakes. No, we all made mistakes. We thought years were wrong and, and things like that. So. Yeah, there's one specifically. We're going to start with that one, Don't Speak, <laughs> which Nick, for some reason, thought came out like... In 2000, I thought it was out in 2003 <laughs> because that's when they had the album. That's when they had the album that had like Spiderwebs and Just a Girl and just all those absolute hits. And for some reason, my brain said, oh, no doubt, 2003. Yeah, that's when it came, it came out. out and it was like it came, it came 95. 90s. It was yeah. like 95. 95. I didn't even put it on my list. so. Which may have been a mistake. I'll, I'll, I will admit to that. And I put it as, where are we? I got, I have multiple tabs because I did my own, but I didn't want it to interfere with ours. So I have it in like an incognito window. Uh, I put it as a B tier song. Kyle? I'm, uh, I'm just sitting at a C. It's a good song. And Nick, are you, did you put it as an S? I, I did put it as an S because Gwen Stefani is an absolute goddess. You didn't even have it on your list. Yeah, he because wrong he's, year, because he's a because he's a I'm a moron, <laughs> and I messed up my years. And the the, the backstory of the song is good too, because I think they they wrote it earlier before it was a couple years. I want to say before it was released. I think Gwen Stefani wrote it with her brother, um, and then Gwen Stefani broke up with another member of her band, and that's kind of and they changed the lyrics around. And that's what the song's about. It's also a great karaoke song, too. Gets people going. But I suppose we could drop it down. Yeah, it's I not going to be an S. I can, I'm fine with moving Don't Speak out of the C column for your even. Uh, we're going we're gonna to put it as an A. That's perfectly fine with me. It's perfect. Song, but... So we have an almost perfect bell curve without an S tier song, and if we ignore that the F tier exists at this moment. Even Gwen Stefani said she couldn't doubt me. We're going to do. Mariah Carey, who kind of ran the 90s, at least in terms of pop charting songs. I think she had more than 15 songs that we picked Always Be My Baby, which I think is came out in like 90 or 91. Is that true? Do we have a fact check on that? That sounds about right to me. And I like I have this weird thing with Mariah because. Uh, it's one of those where I acknowledge that she's super good and she's like an she's an icon of pop music. And that was her era. That was her time. It just wasn't my time. I put it kind of bang average BC range. And that's where I stand with that. I mean, it's if if somebody feels very strongly one way or the other, I'm willing to move. I'm pretty I'm, I'm mobile on her. I put it as a B. I also put her as a B. Okay, well, look at us. 
<laughs> Would you look at us? We now have two rows of B songs. That's how many songs are sitting in, in the bang average middle. We are going to uh, Smooth by Santana featuring Rob Thomas. Barely squeaked into the 90s. Barely. Barely. It was. I think it was mid to late 99. And I really like this song. I love this song. I, I also it. love this song. Are we are are we triangulating close to where I think we are? I have it as an A. I didn't S tier it. I have it as an A. I, I have it as a B. I have it as a B too. But I B. Oh, okay. 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 I mean, what a combination! Santana, who is who has been around since the seventies, mm-hmm. and then you have Rob Thomas, who I Fox actually, 20, who's incredible, and who I actually like. I like a lot of his solo stuff too. He just makes hits. Um, it's such a smooth voice. 3 a.m. came out in the 90s, and I didn't realize that. And I was crushed because I really, I, I think I had a similar moment as Nick because 3 a.m. is my favorite Matchbox 20 song. But of course, I don't know anything about anything. So I don't know when my favorite Matchbox 20 song came out. Uh, and 3 a.m. came out in 1997, and uh, I would have definitely put it on my list. So uh, we missed out on the Matchbox 20. They'll be here next. They'll be here next time. Uh, so we could do A or B. I'm like not. I'm not emotional about it. I, I, I'm gonna bump mine up to an A. Okay, we're doing A. Let's do it. I forget yeah. how much I just love that song. Beautiful, beautiful. And this is where we begin our controversy because we're going to a smash hit that won the best song at the Oscars. A Celine Dion mega ballad my heart will go on and i have it as an s usually i'm one for the canadians uh shout out to canada i just have it as a c every night in my dream one i also have it as a c and i also want to jump onto what kyle was saying and shout out to all our listeners in canada specifically all of our good friends in toronto and edmonton Um, we appreciate your support um, and I think the one thing about this song that everyone realizes is that it was in Titanic, which I know Serio does not like Titanic as a movie, which I think is absolutely preposterous. Yeah, it's a terrible movie, but it's a, it's a no, it's, it's an it's iconically good. cultural song. Do you not have a soul? Like, did you not feel anything watching that movie? No, because they're fucking idiots. I felt like they both could have fit on that door. That the, always. They definitely could have fit on the door. It doesn't mean it was not a, a heart wrenching film. She she killed a man. Rick killed a guy. <laughs> Rick did kill a guy. <laughs> I want to say an entire bowl of Legos. <laughs> yeah, C's fine. Great song, but well, it's gonna I'll... at worst go to B. And I want to say commercially too, Serio, it was definitely one of the highest grossing singles of all time. That's what I'm saying. I think it sold at least ten million copies. That's what time. I'm saying. I'm pointing out cultural relevance i'm pointing out a canadian pop icon and um that's why i put it as an s but i it's fine it's cool i'm just gonna drag another one into the s later that's fine okay uh we're moving to Aaliyah, which uh, we're moving to are you that somebody and i don't have a strong opinion about this song but i think nick does kyle you go before me Okay. I also don't have a strong opinion about this song. Oh, okay. perfect. I'll go then. So uh, this is 
probably my favorite karaoke song. And Aaliyah passed away way too soon. R.I.P. She was extremely talented. Yeah. Um, This song was made uh, as a single for the Dr. Doolittle soundtrack. And it's produced by Timbaland, who's one of the best producers of all time. And they made this whole song in a whole day. And the song's incredible. It was also on the um, Black Panther, I believe it's the Black Panther soundtrack. Um, and I raise an A because Aaliyah's, Aaliyah's one of the goats, along with Timbaland. Okay. Uh, I have it as a C. I'm not that, I'm not emotional about it. Neither am I. I feel almost nothing. What What letter did you give it? I gave it a C. Because I literally have no strong feelings. All right, solid B. All right, our life, our life is averaging out to just solid, and B. You know, if my life averaged out to solid, I think that's yeah, that would be a win. That would definitely be a win. Okay, we are moving on to a song that I'm going to force into the S tier. Well, I'm going to I'm going to put it in the S tier right now because there's no way you guys have it there. Uh, I have How Do I Live by Leanne Rhymes as an S-tier song. It's one of the songs that kind of pushed country music mainstream, uh, uh, recorded, uh, written by Diane Warren, who is a multi-time Oscar-nominated songwriter. Uh, she also wrote uh, Don't Want to Miss a Thing. Uh, one of those is in Armageddon. Yeah, I Don't Want to Miss a Thing was in Armageddon. Yep, that's yeah. the one. Uh, so this was written for Con Air. With Nick Cage. Oh my gosh! Then you got to put in the S tier. Incredible <laughs> movie. You know Nick Nick Cage, Steve Buscemi, Dave Chappelle. Oh my gosh! That's one of the most. Uh, we got to do a Nick Cage at like uh, movie episode because Kyle and I are going to put every movie in the S tier. That movie is extremely <laughs> underrated, and anyone who agree or does not agree with us needs to rewatch that movie. It's just like Click. Like people, people are like, Click's a bad movie. Go back and rewatch Click with Adam Sandler and tell me you're not going to cry because that movie's devastating. But yeah, anyways, I put in the B tier. It's a cunt. It's a who? It's a who? The D tier. D. The D. D. I didn't like it. Pain. Not for me. Pain. How do I live without you? Uh, I don't remember. If Trisha Yearwood's version was in the movie, or if Leanne Rhymes' version was in the movie, because they there was some drama with that. But I obviously didn't read that drama recently because if I did, then I would know the answer. Um, that feels bad. Feels a little bad. I'm trying to force a song into the S tier. I I'm not gonna lie to you guys. I originally had as an A and not an S but I'm trying to push things up our board because I'm, I'm manipulating us. Okay. Well put it, put it as a B for now. And then we'll, we'll yeah, then we have to have like a, a long um, debriefing session where we move a lot of stuff around. Yeah. We might have to take a break. We might have to reevaluate everything that we've ever done. Come back. Uh, and basically start over. <laughs> if we start over, I'm not restart. I'm not joining. Like I- <laughs> Uh, okay, we're gonna move to a Snoop Dogg song, "Gin and Juice," uh, which again, well, I'll straight up tell you, I don't like. It. I don't like the song as like as constructed. 
So I'm not the right person to ask because if it was me making this list, I would put it straight F. Wow. I just don't like Snoop, period. You know, you know, in that, um, Kyle, you're going to have to help me out with this, but in the Gin and Juice music video, Snoop Dogg is wearing uh, a retro NHL jersey, and I don't know what team it is. The crispy Pittsburgh Penguins jerseys with that. Sorry, let me rephrase that. He wears two jerseys. He wears the, pe- I think he wears the Penguins, and then he has a blue and green one with an S on it. I don't think it's, it'd be the Whalers, though. I, the Whalers would have an H and a W on it. Yeah. He's a well-documented hockey fan, though. I'll say that. He, he is. In, like six straight NHL games doing guest commentary. Mm-hmm. We're trying to we're trying to fact check this live on air. But yes, it is a the black and yellow Pittsburgh um, with the with the. It's a Springfield there. Indians jersey. Oh. Is the one with the S on it? Okay. So he's a hockey fan. You you can't. He's an actual game. hockey fan. Yeah. yeah. I just don't like his music. What am I supposed to say? That's fine. I put it as a B. I mean, that's if you're gonna if you're gonna pick the most iconic sounds. I mean, like the whole you, you got to put it in there as a so, B. Death Row Records, baby. So can I put it as a C? Yeah, you can do that. Very good. I mean, not good, but acceptable. We have five songs left, except actually we have six because I skipped something and I can't figure out where it was. Oh, it's because. Did we do the Red Hot Chili Peppers song? No. no. Okay, well, re- everybody, there was another song that was on multiple, on two lists that it w- I've skipped over because I can't read. Uh, Under the Bridge by Red Hot Chili Peppers. That is a song that we have selected. I will tell you that I put it as a C. I put it as a C. Same. I don't care. I, I love this song, but I okay. also put it as a C. Okay. So let's move song. on. Good, good conversation. Great karaoke song. Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll agree with that. Uh, there's a few There's a few RHCP songs that are jams to me. Danny California is one of my favorites. Do you like uh, Give It Away, Give It Away, Give It Away Now? It, not really. Yeah, that one gets kind of a, a little repetitive. That one's, yeah, but if anyone is not a good singer, um, Under the Bridge is a very good beginner song to do a karaoke. This is really funny. So we used to do um, like at like these cultural gatherings that we had when I was a kid. Uh, there used to be like a, a program where all the kids had to go and like they did like some kind of like skit or play or music or whatever. And one of the kids who didn't, like who was not cult, very culturally aware at the time. He, he was maybe like 10 to 12, 12 to 15 range. I don't know. Uh, he decided that he was going to do a an electric guitar cover of Californication uh, because I don't think that he understood what the song was about. I also am not sure that anybody in the crowd understood what the song was about. I'm not 100% sure that I knew what the song was about at the time. <laughs> that sounds like it's perfect. It went over everything. Uh, so it went over really well. Okay. We're getting into our last five songs now. We are going to go with a song that I kind of snuck onto my list at the end. Uh, I went with Iris uh, by the Goo Goo Dolls, and nobody else put, put it on the list. I'm a little surprised that Nick didn't, but I don't know where, what, Kyle, where'd you put this? 
I just left it in the C tier. It doesn't strike me one way or the other. I have no strong feelings. No strong feelings. What about you, Sirio? I love this song. It's one of my favorites. Also a good karaoke song. IMO. Uh, I have it as an A. So, Sirio, I'm with you in the fact that it's a very emotional song. I put it as a D. And let me tell you why. Because Iris is a song that when you go to the middle school dance and you want to ask ask a pretty girl to dance and then you're nervous, you sit there and then for the first couple's dance, you wait. The second one, you wait. The third one, you wait. And then the last one, you finally get up the nerve to go ask the girl to dance. And Iris comes on by the Goo Goo Dolls. And uh, another boy goes and then asks the girl you want to dance to go with him. Mm-hmm. And then you walk over to the soda machine and you put in 75 cents and get yourself a can of squirt and drown your sorrows. This is a very suspiciously specific uh, I mean, story. That's just how I would envision. envision oh, that's just, listening that's to this just what you thought. Well, it see, sounds like it happened it, to you. It sounds like it's something I saw in a movie or something. Once okay, before. okay. I think it was Con Air. What was it? <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was Titanic. It was it was your mom's camcorder recording of your day middle school <laughs> dance. <laughs> well, Nick, for people that aren't Weenie Hut Juniors and ask the girl to dance by the second song, like me, uh, it's a great song because by the by the third song you were done anyway because we're back to having cooties. I'm okay with not making it an A or even a B. Like if it has to be a C, it's okay. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna cry about it tonight. Yeah, let's split the difference, but it's a C. I okay. don't want the world to see me. Cause I don't think they'll they'll understand. Uh we were I feel obligated to put a Madonna song on. I think that did happen. Uh we went with Vogue. And I don't love, I don't really like Madonna in general. I don't have a super, super strong opinion of her. I put it, this song as a D. Yeah, this isn't my Madonna song. Because... It's also not, it's also definitely not one of my favorite Madonna songs. No, no, nowhere near. I put it as a D as well. I put it as a C. She has, yeah, the thing about Madonna is, I feel like where we're still probably slightly too young to fully appreciate her. That's definitely true. For for her time. Because she had a ton of hits. I mean, she had Vogue, that Like a Prayer, mm-hmm. Like a Virgin, mm-hmm. uh, La Isla Bonita. The, like a Virgin, Like a Prayer are exponentially better than Vogue. But, but I mean, I mean, think about it. If we do an 80s or when we do an 80s song tier list, she's going to have a bunch of hits in there. Oh, at, yeah, at least two. She's going to have a bunch of at hits. At least so two. Vogue, I think Vogue was probably her biggest single in the 90s uh yeah i think i'm not so. mistaken i think so the only thing i learned from that song is that rita haywood gave good face <laughs> okay all right so we'll just stick it in a d and we'll go on with our day uh okay uh this is our second country song on this list I, again shania twain seemed like someone that should end up in the conversation uh mainly because the- she's canadian and the 90s, again, were, were her time, really. And we uh, we selected You're Still the One. I like this song. I, I actually, I like Shania. Uh, I thought about Man, I Feel Like a Woman, too. Uh, but that's kind of like, that's that's definitely a goofy karaoke song. Man, I Feel that, Like a Woman. Everybody does. If you, they always do this on karaoke. Always Someone, do that someone song. always does it. 
Uh, and, they always, I, and they're always bad. Yeah. Well, usually the bit is like they make the the uh, guy that looks the most like the le- the most stereotypical like tough guy. They make that person take four shots and then go do that song, just so they can laugh at him. But that's not the song we chose. So we chose "You're Still the One," and I think it's a solid song. I put it as a B. I have it as a C. A I, I I put it as a C. Just yeah. is not. It's not my favorite Shania song. It's a good song, but like, you know, it's a song I won't turn off on the radio, but I'll never go out of my way to put it on. Okay. C is fine. Uh, a couple rock songs to close us out here. Uh, Foo Fighters kind of barely snuck on at the end. Everlong was the one that we chose. Uh, I think it was really the only one that had a shot uh, yeah. because I think they're other big hits were early 2000s uh mid 2000s so everlong made it on it's definitely not my favorite food fighter song but where do we put it what do we got d okay i i just don't like it and i don't have a good reason why all right fair enough i just see i like the song but that's another song like occasionally i'll go on go out of my way to put it on but at the same time like it is i also it is. have it as a d Weren't you the one who was making a big scene about putting this on the list and then you put yeah, it as a D? But yeah, because I think it should be on the list. That doesn't mean I think it's good. We could have put the Macarena on here then and we all could have rated an F. Whoa. that's <laughs> Kyle is obsessed. <laughs> Fucking love the Macarena. I, it's, at the highest, I, I, I flirted between C and D. And, and actually, technically, I put it as a C, but in the in the moment. Behind the behind the curtain, I just decided that D is fine. Oh, I mean, whatever. I'm not like very emotionally invested in the Foo Fighters. Period. <laughs> As you can tell, I don't think any of us are. For some reason, like that was one of the rock bands that I just didn't. Even though I listened to a lot of rock in between 2000 and three and. 2012 2011 basically the 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 middle and high school phase for me before we all went to college uh which is when i really started to get into country i listened to a lot of rock hard rock stuff and the foo fighters just didn't they weren't involved for me so you know fun fact about the foo fighters is that um dave grohl was the drummer for nirvana yes yeah that is a it is a confirmed fact. Okay, the last song is this is definitely one that barely made it on because this was a Nick and I are doing the pre uh, the pre breakdown. We're sitting there looking for one song, and then I was like, "Oh crap!" This song came out in the '90s, and it is "What's Up" by Four Non Blondes, which is just like one of the goofiest songs. Has extra exciting significance for me because of the uh the he-man parody thing that happened uh skeleton and uh i like this song a lot and i put it as a b i gave it an f oh an f (laughs) oh oh i put it as an a okay jesus this song's incredible well Kyle, that's what Kyle. This is what happens when you're not on the show meeting at twelve in the morning. The He-Man version is 
a thousand times better than the well, actor. Well, that's obvious. Like, like I cannot song? in good conscience give it a good rating. I said, hey, what's going on? Because you got to throw your lighters up when that song comes in. Like, oh my god! Why did you turn into a total redneck, Nick? What do you mean? <laughs> now, what was that? What was the accent that just happened? That was my Wyoming coming out. <laughs> that was fantastic. Good conscious. You know, in Wyoming, they got two kinds of music. They got country and western. Okay. Thanks, Blues Brothers. I'm glad you okay. got the reference. An F, Kyle. An F, Kyle. What's wrong with you? Uh, what is we, were on a, we were on a we were on a good streak for a long time of having general agreement, and then you had to go and do this. I mean, you had to treat us like garbage. If you said yeah, what's up by He Man, I would give it S tier. But what's up by Four Not Blondes? No. What's going on, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> oh. Okay, so. I'm tired. What are we gonna do with this? What, I can't. Would you, you put it? Let's put it. As I a put C. it as a Come B. On. Let's yeah, put I, it as a C. Come yeah, on. I put it as a B. Kyle, Kyle's gonna be adamant about this one. So, um, some good news and some bad news. The good news is that we're done with thirty songs. The bad news is that we have no S's and no F's. Uh, and I don't know how close we are. Uh, we, we have A tier right now. We have six songs in the A tier. We have. Uh, Baby One More Time by Britney. We have Torn. We have Smells Like Teen Spirit. We have Killing Me Softly. We have Don't Speak. And we have Smooth. I will say I'm pretty happy that those six songs are high. I feel good about all of those. I'm, my inkling is that either the Britney song is going to move up or Killing Me Softly is going to move up or Don't Speak is going to move up. It's Britney, bitch. You got to put Britney in the okay. S tier. Okay. I think that's. I think that's not even a question. Okay. I was gonna go Britney or the Fugees. And the, I think they should both be in the S tier. To be honest. With okay. You. I would be down with that. I am okay with that. Let's go. I'm yeah. okay with that. What's in our D tier? Okay, we have three songs in our D tier. Okay. <laughs> we have Enter Sandman. We have Vogue, and we have Everlong. I really want to put Enter Sandman the F tier just to piss off all the Metallica fans on Twitter. I, I'm I'm leaning Vogue. You're leaning Vogue. I'm also leaning Vogue. Yeah. Okay. I also don't think we're gonna get beat up by anybody on Twitter for putting Vogue in the F tier. I don't think we can get beat up by Metallica fans because I don't think they know how to fight. But I actually don't mind Enter Sandman. I like I can't listen to Vogue. Okay. Are we happy with the, the the six songs that are up high? The six songs we talked about, those are going to stay. Yes. Right? Yep. Okay. Uh, I'm well. I here. Let's work. Actually, let's work from the bottom to see if anything needs to move down from C into D. Okay. I will always love you. Any chance that moves down to D? No. 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 You ought to know. No, no. chance. No. Uh, Wonderwall. No. Okay. Under the bridge. No, probably not. No. Believe? No. Waterfalls? No. Gin and Juice? No. Iris? No. You're still the one? No. And what's up? Definitely not. Okay. 
Good. We made a lot of progress there. Okay, B-tier songs. We have Zombie. I think we're good. Yeah. Creep is a B. Okay. Semi-Charmed Life is a B. Okay. I Want It That Way is a B. Okay. California Love. Okay. Wanna Be. Okay. Truly Madly Deeply. Always okay. Be My Baby. Okay. My Heart Will Go On is a B. Are yes. You That Somebody is a B. Yes. And How Do I Live is a B. Okay. It's like a, it's, it's not a perfect bell curve, but it's not bad. We have two S's. We have four A's. We have 11 B's. We have 10 C's. Okay. Two D's and an F. We skewed a little high. We're just a little bit left skewed, but it's pretty good. I think it's good because the 90s were a great time for music. I don't agree with you, but that's fine. <laughs> that's where we are as friends. And that's uh, that's what we got for you guys this week. That was exciting. That was difficult. Uh, I'm very tired. I'm sweating a lot. But that's partially because my window's not open. Because if I open my window, you can hear all the idiots outside. And the air conditioner is off. And it's very stuffy. So that will... Uh, on my On my string of complaints, that will... Finish us up for this episode. Thanks for listening, everyone. Nick, send us out with our socials, please. All right. So do you guys agree with our list? Do you disagree? What would you change? Uh, we had a they lot of hot disagree. take. We had a lot of hot takes. So please roast us on our social media. So you can find us on Twitter and Instagram at rank you next. That is rank the letter U and then next. You can also uh, support us on Patreon if you if you choose to do so. Um, we'd appreciate if you would want to help out the show. And additionally, we are also on Apple podcasts now. So if you want to go give us a rating, leave us a review there, that really helps us out. And we will be posting the tier list along with a Spotify playlist with all the songs we discussed today on our social medias later as well. So, uh, thanks again, everybody. Bye-bye. Bye. -bye. Bye.